right, here you go. Okay, Maya and I are going to do our call now, so go watch your show. <laughs> no, don't open that door. That's too noisy. <laughs> I was I was thinking we might have a special guest star. <laughs> yeah. I put on her little favorite show, so we should be good. What's her little favorite show? PJ Masks. What is PJ Masks? I know. It sounds like TJ Maxx. It also is hard to say PJ Masks. <laughs> it's these cute little characters, though. There's a boy and a girl and two boys and a girl. Okay. And they're little kids. And then they turn into like Owlette is the girl. She turns into like an owl and cat boy <laughs> turns into a cat. Well, it would be weird if he turned into something else. <laughs> yeah. And then Gecko. Turn well. He turns into gecko, a gecko. I don't know. Why. Yeah. Okay. They they fight crime. What kind of crimes? Like there's like this bad group of baddies that are always trying to do bad stuff, and they're trying to like outsmart them. Have you ever noticed that kids shows? There's people always trying to solve crimes, like Scooby Doo. First of all, where did all that gas money come from? Second of all. They weren't getting paid for all these crimes they were solving. And they're, what food were they eating? Where were their parents? Were they 20-somethings? I'm confused. They also had to feed a dog. And at some point, they had two dogs. A dog? That's a great Dane, by the way. Traveling Those in a, eat a lot. Yeah, they're traveling in a van with, what, how many people? Fred, Daphne, Velma, Shaggy. I think they're grown-ups because... Um, well, they Shaggy say, has a beard. Well, they say you crazy kids. If it weren't for you meddling kids, yeah, that's true. I don't know, Maya. This there's a lot of unanswered questions here. Um, and I always I always hate in at Halloween time when people try to be sexy Velma. Let's listen. Velma's not leave her as it is. She yeah. doesn't want to be sexified. No, she, Velma wears a sensible turtleneck and. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a sensible gal. She doesn't need to be sexy. No, she doesn't need to be sexy. Oh, I'm... no, Daphne's sexy because she has blonde hair. She has red hair. Huh? She has red oh. hair. Oh, what's the blonde one? There's a blonde one. No, there's not. Yes, there is. Yeah, his name's Fred. Maya, <laughs> there's a blonde girl in Scooby-Doo. No, no, there isn't. Oh, my gosh. Daphne has red hair. Holy crap. Are you mis- Scooby-Doo. Are you misremembering? I-, I guess at the Scooby-Doo trial, you can't be a reliable oh, witness. Oh, you're right, Maya. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> I would have sworn she had blonde hair. Okay. Enough of that nonsense. Mystery solved. Um, by the way, I was watching a-, a show yesterday, and they had a bulletin board with red string, and I was like, good, good old-fashioned crime solving there. Yes. I'm going to play this theme. Ready? Yes. Okay. Dog hotels closed this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Closed for the holiday? 
Yeah, just the resident resident dogs are here. They both to give the to give the hotel owners time to celebrate with their families. <laughs> you followed Target's lead this year. I did. Target. Everybody's jumping up and down for Target, and I'm like, oh, just for being decent. Like that's her. Yeah, I don't know. Um, how was your thanks for giving? Uh, it was good. Austin was home. Austin was home and we had a nice visit. But I'll just say something without without disclosing any of his personal stories. I was going to ask you, how much are you allowed to disclose of his life on this podcast? Yeah, I don't think he would care because he's like probably never going to listen to this. Maybe someday when I'm dead. Hi oh. from beyond. But but um, well, if you're dead, I'm definitely dead. So hi from beyond, too. <laughs> um, but anyways, I was just going to say, I'll, I'll just say a very general thing about parenting in general. Okay. So when your kids are younger, mm-hmm. like when they're from when they're born until about like probably like six ish, mm-hmm. it's like extremely physically demanding. Okay. Like you're physically like you, you don't have enough sleep. You can't really take care of your own needs. You can barely take a shower you're literally lugging these kids. You're like putting them in their car seats. You're like getting them from daycare. You're like physically bathing them. Like you're, it's very physically demanding. Then you hit like this really nice sweet spot, like at about age seven or eight until depends on your kid. But like my kid, it was pretty much like to probably junior or senior year Mm -hmm. where it's like so easy. (laughs) <laughs> it feels it feels so easy. Like you no longer have the physical demands mm-hmm. and it's just kind of fun. They're just kind of fun and silly and cute and like, but they can take care of themselves. And so you get like in this, you get in this sweet spot where you're like, well, that was easy. I made it through. Then around like whenever there's like this emotional demands that set in. I did that. I'm sorry. Oh, Okay, emotional demands. Yeah, so then what happens is the physical demands are no longer there, but it's an emotionally extremely um, demanding period of time. And like you um, you don't really see it coming. And it's emotional because as a parent, like there's just certain things as they get bigger, right? Like with relationships, for example, just throwing that out there, where you can't do anything about it. Right. And it's just one of those things where it's like, this is life. Mm -hmm. Life is hard. And like, I can be there for you and I can listen, but I can't like fix it or like really help, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And then that just is like extremely tough, but also good because you like, my kid is just a great kid. And, um, so hopefully you get to like, feel good about that like bond that you have and also that uh support that you can give your kid but like yeah it's tough 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 times Maya well and they have to go through all of that stuff to become a self-actualized human like you have to have all those experiences if they didn't then something then something wouldn't turn out right exactly so it's that thing where like exactly what you said like it's part of life we all know it's part of life and also you're like, ah, oh, this sucks. So anyway, we were dealing with a little bit of an emotional thing, but 
we were, he and I were both glad he was happened to be here mm. so that he could be home. And then I said, well, you're probably never going to want to come home again <laughs> <laughs> because, and you know, but you know, it was just nice that he was here. We were able to like work through it through the week. We spent a lot of time together. We had a lot of fun. Cute. And we went to MOA Maya on Black Friday. Gross. I was on I was at MOA Maya on Friday and Saturday. Yuck. Did you buy? And I was just like, <laughs> I so the first day we only had like You went there um, two days? Yeah. What's wrong with you? It was fun. So the first day, Austin needed some like more pants and we found long pants, long pants. It's a tough one. It was. Oh, my gosh. So we went to the because I cannot say then. You know what I noticed is that sometimes if it's tall pants, then they also think that you're big. It's that's exactly it. Skinny so and tall is extremely tough. skinny. Yeah. He's a 32 waist and he's six five. I've, so, I've bought pants yeah. for my nephews and they're not as, even as tall as him, but they're all very skinny and tall. One is tallish. And I've found that the pants, for some reason, if you're tall, that it's hard to get the, the skinny part. Yeah. And like stuff like sweatpants and joggers, they don't make those in long, really. For some reason. I mean, they do, but like it's not like Nike doesn't make all their stuff in long. It's like so stupid. In fact, I even DM'd LeBron James Maya one time. <laughs> I literally, he never wrote me back, Maya. This was like four years ago. I'm still waiting. Could you pick somebody tall that's less famous maybe and you might get an answer? Yeah, I guess. I was like, hey, just wondering where you get your pants. <laughs> now, well, you said you weren't going to say the name of the store. Why aren't you going to say the name of the store? What store? Oh, you... no, I'm going to spell it. I can't say it. Oh, okay. It's the F-J-A-L-L-R-A-V-E-N. Fall Raven? Yes. Is that it? Yes. Okay, Fall Raven. That was easier than I thought. I'm pretty sure I the, was making... the J is silent. Just like with everything in life, I've made that a lot harder than it had to be. <laughs> I think it's Finnish. It's some sort of Scandinavian situation. It's Swedish because they have a... Swedish flag on the side. Oh, okay. So we went there and the guy was like, oh, yeah, we have these pants in like all kinds of lengths. And Austin and I were like, serious. And he goes, yeah, let me go see if they have any in the back. And we both were kind of like, OK, whatever. We've heard this before. He comes out with a pair. Score. And they're like super cool with all these pockets from my Colorado kid. He's kind of like evolving his style a little bit. And it's kind of fun to see. So we got him. A couple fleeces, a couple pants. He wanted some like cozy sweatpants, got him some of those. So we like busted through them all. And then yesterday was just me and Maya. I did all my returns, got them all out of that car. <laughs> and I think I broke even Maya with what I spent on Friday to my returns yesterday. It was great. How many returns did you have? I had a ton, Maya. I had a couple coats. Are these all online shopping? course okay mostly late at night that's so funny oh. i found if i if i was to put together a dashboard maya yeah of my shopping and my returns i think we would find a very much a correlation between time of day of purchase online and return <laughs> likelihood one hint like spoiler alert <laughs> the late night ones are highly likely to be returned i like this spreadsheet i'm looking forward to it i my it says my computer's about to die i plugged it in listen 
I plugged it in this morning. I don't know. I love when she's state. Maya's shaking a pencil (laughs) around and Maya, like sometimes she does this and that's one of my favorite things. She shakes a pencil around to make a point. (laughs) And it's like a real pencil with like the eraser. Yeah, it's like the Ticonderoga Deroga pencil. It's Ticonderoga. Yeah, Ticonderoga pencil that I, Maya has. Dixon Ticonderoga. I like that you said Ticonderoga. The fact that you still have a pencil, Maya. Do you have a pencil sharpener at your house? We do. It came with the house. Oh, that's awesome. So, and, and it's red, and it's in a weird cabinet that's like, makes zero sense. It's a cupboard that, I don't know what you Is would- Is it put- a crank pencil sharpener? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that was the best feeling. Remember you just get up and pencil sharpen your pencil just to get do something in your class? Yes. We also had a drinking- and people would be a line. Remember, there'd be a line. <laughs> we had a drinking fountain also in the back and like that oh, was no. next to the pencil sharpener. So sometimes there'd be a congestion of a, <laughs> like a dual drinking fountain slash pencil sharpening line. Um, Maya, was there anything best better than like after gym class taking a big slug out of the drinking fountain? No, nothing better than that. And the fact that they didn't like have us have regular water- we didn't even drink water. We never had water. <laughs> How did we survive, Maya? We never had water in class until I think we were in high school. And even then, I think we only really carried water around with us when we were going on that weird crash bikini diet for spring break. Like, yes, we never drank water. No, no one-, one drank water. We had water like at tennis. We would have our big water jug. But other than that, nobody had water bottles that they carried around. Particularly not during a uh, one hour long intensive exercise, you know, class. Intense and crazy. Like imagine also seven hours walking around your high school. That's huge. And you have no water. No wonder I had a headache every single day when I got home from school. That's why. We were constantly dehydrated. Can you believe this? I, I never even thought about it. How did we survive? I don't know. They didn't know anything about nutrition. They didn't know anything about water. The, they should be, the first day of school, everybody should get a water bottle. And they should be like, hey, this is a gift for you, everyone. Carry it around. Drink during the day. Become, you know, hydrated. Like, and then we would go to practice, like, straight from school. We'd go right to practice. Did we ever bring water? I know we brought water to softball, like, uh uh park and rec softball i remember you we had big water jugs but yeah, I, we had the big thermoses i don't really remember bringing water to practice so not only am i de- dehydrated we brought it to tennis in the summer in the summer but like not in the fall but i don't think after school i don't know what we did maya i can't believe we survived and here we are here we are all those years <laughs> later just killing it thriving thriving some people would say i mean i don't think i still don't drink enough water but I think in the last few years, I've started drinking more water because I realized, as you said, you feel better when you drink more water. Oh, yeah. I drink so much water. I drink 32 ounces the second I get up. That's the thing is that somebody was saying, I can't remember who I was listening to. They're like, I drink a big bunch of water right right when I get up. And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, I know. I I just... That's a, a, I get that a lot. Trust me. Pretty much everyone's like, how would you do that? Like, I would throw up. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I don't like when people are like negative with stuff like that. Like one of my biggest pet peeves, Maya, is when people like you bring your lunch to work and someone's like, oh, gross. What is that? Like, yeah, I think that 
I actually think that's one of the rudest things that anyone can ever do. I once when I was at MCAD and I brought I brought my lunch a lot and I was older than everyone. So I like everyone's 18 and I'm like 27, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm making my own food at home. And so I'd bring leftovers a lot because they're cooking for two is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. It, the, it's always too much. Anyway. So I brought, I make this really good, like, Middle Eastern chicken and peppers. Shout mm-hmm. out to Alicia. It's one of her favorites from when we used to live together. Um, And it goes into, like, a pita, and I do, like, a cucumber sauce. It's delicious, and it's really actually probably not that terrible for you. And I remember eating it, and this kid goes, ugh, what's that? And I go, That's just the rudest thing to do. I go, it's actually like a Mediterranean chicken and peppers. I make it. It's got this and that, turmeric, cumin, blah. And he goes, ugh, I don't like foreign food. <laughs> yeah. What an I asshole. Mean, <laughs> totally. And that's what I think about, like, when people do that with food. I just think it's rude. And I think, I think inevitable, like, I just, it's one of my... Like if someone's eating something and you're ugh, like, that's just so rude. Like, I can't. I can't like I just can't. I hate it. I, can't, I think it's so rude. But um, how did we get in this discussion? Because somebody said something about food to you. No, I don't, <laughs> no, I don't know why we're here or what's happening, but. Uh, yeah, anyways, that's a rude thing to do. Don't do that, people. So did you score any Black Friday deals particularly? Let me tell you something about Black Friday. Okay. It ain't what it used to be. Also, like, I just don't think, I just don't think that there's really any Black Friday really sales, unless you're looking for something, I would say, like, specifically, like, maybe an electronic item. I scored a Black Friday deal. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Oh, my God, please. It was accidental. I don't know how. I must have gotten an ad or something. Okay. So Tyler and I have this sort of covers situation. And what we've decided is, well, here's the problem. I'm a yanker. I'm like a midnight, middle of the night cover yanker. You're a midnight marauder. (laughs) I yanked those covers so hard. And it's. King blankets, you know, but there's only so much. They should make blankets bigger, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So in Europe, have you ever gone to Europe where this is how they do it in Europe? Each person has their own duvet. So that's a good idea. Yeah. So we've been talking about this dual duvet system just for the to keep the sleeping going and the yanking (laughs) of the covers down. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And um. So I stumbled upon Macy's was having a sale yesterday. All I needed was a down alternative comforter that was gray. That was a similar-ish color to our other gray one. Guess okay. what? Martha Stewart collection. I got a king-size duvet down alternative. Nice. For $24. What was the original price? $108. No, oh, wait, wow. yeah. maybe 124 It might have been more than that. So, okay. you know, they could have told me it was like $57. I would have been jazzed. Who knows if that's the actual price? Yeah, that's my problem. Is that we have no way to now know really what's going on with the prices. But hey, $24 for something like that, that is good. You can't even get sheets for that. It's no. It's like, 
That's great. So that's Miss. So explain to me then, how does one make the bed with the dual comforter? Because we sort of have a similar thing where <clears throat> I have this extra duvet. Yes. That I like have on top, and that's like my extra one. Uh huh. But I folded. We folded at the end of the bed, and then Warren has like an extra blanket that he has on his side. So how do you make the bed with two duvets? You just do it on top of each other. No, they're side by side, so they like. What they do is they sort of fold them. This is, I keep doing this. Okay, so they fold them like little cat, like caterpillars. Oh, okay. Side by so side. So fold them like the long way. Yes. So you're making like a sausage roll. Um, but then that's, but then that's on top of your sheets or what? Yeah. I mean, that's how I've always seen it in Europe. Like whenever we've gone to Europe. I'm trying to find an example. For, okay, here we go. So this is, I'm going to show you. It kind of, it might be hard for you to see it. No, you can't see that. You can't see it at all. How about I just Here, text? I can look on my phone. I can just look on my phone. Okay, I'm going to text this to you. But that's, that's actually interesting because we have kind of been doing the same thing, I guess. So I don't really, it doesn't look that great. I'm not going to lie. It looks kind of... It looks like maybe sort of like a military situation or you just arrived in an orphanage. It's just, it's like there okay. for you. Yeah. And everybody gets their own blanket then. There you go. I texted it to you. So okay, when cool. it ar- I'll let you know how it goes. Honestly, I never make the bed anyway. Oh, I do. So that's my, oh, a ball. Well, Tyler, yeah. make- Tyler makes the bed. And so it's, oh, up- okay. it's going to be up to him to figure it out. Remember I'm on a call? <laughs> okay good did, did you, you get, hear did i'm you get, okay did you get did you get an update a run oh uh, yeah she found an egg it has a ball in it i don't know Maya. it's just <laughs> touch and go here with kids at this house like our house isn't really a kid house anymore like oh i see maya yeah so i make our bed every day like it's the first thing i do and I learned that at Hazelden and it stuck and I just fold my extra duvet at the bottom of the bed just because I do want it to look a certain way, but very good. Double duvets, Black Friday. I didn't really get any deals and that's fine, but I did all my returns. Did you run into the stores like you, you like to do? No, Maya, because no one's doing that anymore. We don't do that anymore. It's very sad. I heard- it's just like any other normal shopping day at this point, except oh. for the MOA was packed. Wow. Yeah. So and you- I have to say that some of the, well, I won't be so rude, but like some of the people that are there, you know, oh. I don't know. Hmm? I could do without the rural racists. <laughs> <laughs> Can't, won't we, don't we all? Couldn't we all do without that? I mean, I'm judging just by looking at them. But, you know, there's just like an air of like, you know, country that's wafting off. And it's like a little bit of, I don't know, giving sideways glances to some of the other people. You know, the whole thing. Yes. So, well, I was in line returning something. And this lady behind me, she she goes, hello. And then it must have been her husband. And he she goes, yeah, you'll never guess where I am. And then she goes, no, guess. And then she's like, the place I avoid with everything I can in my being. (laughs) And then she goes, yep. Oh, my God. 
That's how most people that live here feel about the MOA, I know. Well, I didn't go to any stores, but we did have a lovely Thanksgiving at my sister's house. There was both turkey and lamb. Nice. Everything was delicious. There were all the sides. Um, There was the wild rice. Uh, There was the... uh, It's got like the stuffing with the andouille sausage. Mm, um, the emerald, so- emerald style? Yeah, I think it is emerald style. And then there's the mashed potatoes and gravy, of course. And mm-hmm. then um, cranberry sauce, not a fan. Not a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we ate all that, and then there were several pies. Mm-hmm. Had some of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Chit-chatted. You know what's strange now is that all the children are adults. Yeah. So they're all young people now, and they're just gabbing away in their own own little circle. They're all at college or yeah. adults doing their life things, and it was so weird. I'm like, oh, this is the transition where the children yeah. become adults. And then now in the next, like, five to ten years, I'm going to be that weird old aunt, and then people will be getting married, and then the, more children will show up, and they'll be like, who are you? And I'm yeah. like, don't worry about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our family, we were just saying, is getting pretty fun because the kids are all. So Tim is the youngest, but he's a senior in high school. So it's like the baby grownups are actually on their own in health insurance now. That's when you become a full grown up to me. Yeah. So they're actual real grown ups, not just baby grown ups anymore. The so is married. She has her house. Yeah. She's and so. Um, it's actually pretty fun. Jacob has a girlfriend that we really love. And so like, it's pretty fun when we all get together. It's like, we're just peers now, which is really kind of fun. But like you said, it's different. Ren did join us on Thanksgiving. Um, and we were at Erica's house. I did not host for the first time in so long. And that was just like glorious. (laughs) Um, I hosted it a lot and I, I enjoyed it. And also now that I'm not doing it, I'm like, it's so nice. So we like arranged for the food and, um, we always do the high V pickup meal. Mm -hmm. It's just easy. And that's what we did, but Erica picked it up. So I ordered it and she picked it up and it was really like pretty uneventful, which was really nice for me. I just kind of showed up and yeah. Did you see my cheese plate? I did, Maya. It looked very nice. Did you recognize the... You might not have seen because it was covered in so much cheeses and meats, but did you see what I put it on? Hold on a second. Hold on one second. Okay, what was that? Did you see the vessel that I put the cheese, the glorious cheese plate on? No. It was the beautiful cheese stone and wood (gasps) cheese board that you gave me. Awesome. Yes, it was quite... I liked the handles. It was delightful. Great. Oh. Ren, did you want to say something? Uh, I just found a penguin feather. You found a penguin feather? Wow, cool. Pretty cool. I see it. I like it. Nice. It, it was on the ground in Auntie's house. Okay, cool. You pretty, can save that in your little that's magic pretty, box. That's a pretty good animal report right there. <laughs> yep. A penguin feather was found in my house. <laughs> Not sure how how or why, but it is. Those darn cool. penguins. They're just get always getting Thank into you. everything. Um, well, I guess you could sing your holiday song if you want. Do you want to sing your snowman song really quick and then you could go watch your show? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. 
Sing into the microphone. Okay. Wasn't it a snowman that has a munch munch crunch? That one. Go ahead. I made a little snowman. It had a carrot nose. Along came a bunny. And what do you suppose? The angry little bunny looking for his lunch. Ate the snowman's nose. Oh, no. Nibble, nibble crunch. <laughs> Very good. Okay, that was great. All right, now go watch your show. <laughs> this has been a musical interlude. It's a new segment that this we're doing. This was here. the holiday musical interlude at the nursery school auntie's house. Well, before Thanksgiving, Amy, we, I don't think I told you this. We went to a Womney. Oh, yes, I need to hear. By the sous chef. Tell me everything. Tell Holy me everything. Holy shit. First of all, we get there. It's beautiful. It's on the Mississippi River. The moon is shining on the water. It's a brisk wow. night. Wow. We get seated. Our our waiter's name is Tyler. To Perfect. Which, to which Tyler almost said, hey, that's my name too. Then he remembered the commercial where the man teaches people how to not be their parents. And, yes. one, and one of the things is the waiter doesn't need to know your name. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> so that <laughs> how's that penguin feather feeling? It's very tickly on my face. <laughs> so then we looked at the menu and it was one of those menus where it's like too hard to choose. So this is decolonized food. There's no flour. There's no sugar. There's no dairy. So and then there's no chicken, beef or pork. I'm so interested in this. So all of the like aiolis or anything egg-based is a duck egg, which I thought was really interesting. And then they have different, they have bowls, grain bowls. They have um, everything that's sort of like a bread or a cracker is corn-based. So they have these open-faced sandwiches with like a corn bread bread. And then they have like small plates. They have a lot of vegetarian options. So here's what we got. It was tough. Do they have fry bread? No, because that is, uh, that comes from when they remove people from their lands and then were given rations by the government. It's lard and oil and fat and all these things, flour, sugar. So that's none of that. So... We got the Tyler got a was your taco duck or was it rabbit? He got a rabbit taco that was on like a corn tortilla with a kind of mole sauce. Wow. Which was, would you say delicious? He says delicious. Then oh my gosh. we shared a rabbit terrine or was that duck? I think it was rabbit. It was either rabbit or duck. Um, so it's like a potted meat. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a meat butter, you know, where you just spread the meat on a cracker and it's delicious. Like a pate kind of? Yeah, but a little less ground up. It's like still meat. Okay. Sort of shredded situation, but then also the fats are in there. So it's like very spreadable and it had blueberries and rose hips and it was kind of like salty, sweet, sour amazing on like a corn cracker that really reminded me of a very thin frito it was delicious yum okay so then we moved on to they we chose the forest 
mushrooms, the roasted forest mushrooms, which doesn't sound exciting, but these mushrooms are fucking amazing. They were so good. And they had a uh, cream sauce, and I'm using cream in quotations because it's really made of nuts, and I think it was made from pepitas. It was really delicious. Nut sauces are really good. Yum. I never knew how good a nut sauce could be. So then we moved. Okay, we need to isolate that clip. <laughs> is this... That clip needs to be isolated. It's... Tyler, make a note. It's like the delicious dish with it... yes. on Saturday Night Live. I never knew a nut sauce could be so delightful. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a. Okay, keep going. Sorry, I'm just a 12 year old boy over here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. So. <laughs> You know, and Tyler is so funny because he's coming and bringing us stuff and he's 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 like an expert waiter. You know how you meet people or you see servers and they're experts. He was an expert server. But can I tell you before I get to the main? No, I'll get to the main dish. And then I want to tell you something funny that happened. It's so interesting to see how people interact with this restaurant. Beautiful, by the way, on the inside and very charming and very modern and the building's beautiful and just in the summertime i bet it's just dope looking out on the river um it was very dark when we were there even though we our dinner was like at 5 45 which was perfect we like like old person time dinner yeah same a 4 35 o'clock dinner i'm perfect perfect so we we split the uh one of the main dishes which was the bison pot roast with, oh yum yeah that also had like a delicious jus um so just like it came on this plate and it had roasted vegetables and the pot roast and it was it was so good it wow was, it sounds was, perfect for like the time of year too and like oh you know what i mean yeah. like it, i'm sure it's beautiful in the summer but like this food sounds like perfect for like now oh yeah it was definitely fall food and i'm really all the all the flavors like there's something why I think I said at one point, why don't we eat like this every day? Like stuff that comes from around you and it's just really straightforward, but also very complex and the flavors were amazing. And the idea of not, I was like, there's no flour or sugar or dairy. That's amazing. It was so good. That's I can't wait to go there now. I want to see now I can probably get in, I bet. Now, this woman at the table next to us. So Tyler is waiting on us, not my husband, the the waiter. Mm-hmm. And this lady next to us at a table says to him, so what's your background and how did you start working here? And you know what she wanted? She, yeah, she, she wa- wanted to know that he was Native American. Uh-huh. She wanted some great, long Native American tale to satisfy whatever like sort his of. great grand his ancestors were the first Native Americans in this very stretch of Mississippi River. Yeah. I don't know why that would be a thing that you would want. This some sort of weird like cultural tourism or mm-hmm. anyway. So Tyler says, well, I used to work in another restaurant and then <laughs> the pandemic happened and I didn't work at that restaurant anymore because all the restaurants shut down and then restaurant that restaurant opened up again. But I didn't think that I was ready to work in a restaurant again. And I'm literally just, this is his exact story. He goes, and then this restaurant opened and I sent them my resume and then they hired me. <laughs> Not the story she was looking for, but the true story. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, love, I this. love it. I love this guy so much. So that made me laugh. Um, it was really, 
it was a beautiful experience and I highly recommend Don't pick up the cat. <laughs> Sage advice for anyone. Did you hear her response by chance? No. I was trying to hug him. <laughs> cats love hugs I've, and they love being picked up. Of all the animals, I think cats are the ones that love hugs the most. Um, yeah, so if you want to eat there, you have to make a reservation probably a couple of months in advance. But they do have some walk-in availability, but it's it's real limited and it depends on how busy they are in the night. And you sort of sit at the bar by the kitchen. It's open kitchen. You well, know. okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make a reservation. Um, yeah, and I guess in the summer or whatever, they have like, because this is by the parks board, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And this was the restaurant mine I talked about before where it's like they allowed the sous chef, I believe, to choose all the like landscape. So all of the plants are also native and like and then it's kind of like so, yes, there's the sit down restaurant, but I guess on the back or whatever, you can just like walk up a la sea salt and just get stuff like that style. Okay, like a park. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Sherman. Yes. Is his name. Um, yeah, so this is, I highly recommend, like, 50 out of 5 stars. It's amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. We loved it. Um, oh, and then I overslept. So, did you ever, does, do holidays ever take it out of you and then you just kind of lose it for a few days afterwards? Uh, yeah. I mean life in general but yes and then like <laughs> we had these four days off and I, I i just i don't know it's been nice but now i have like the sunday scaries for me are bad today mm, funny i think i might work from home tomorrow but i don't know if that would even help so we'll see adult winter break is coming up though i know i can't wait I'm adult so- winter break is the best thing ever oh my god i'm so excited about it so excited like the countdown is real I was supposed and to- also with a lot of people on PTO in the next few weeks off and on, it kind of helps, too, because it's just like less people bothering you. People stop working at about December 10th or 15th. They just stop. Yeah. Like, which is awesome. Productive. Yeah. Friday or I guess Friday, not Friday, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, I got so much done because nobody was around. And I just like I had all these like the back burner things and I just busted through them. It was great. I forgot I overslept for a breakfast on Friday. I was supposed to meet someone for breakfast and then I woke up at almost 11 o'clock and I looked at my phone. I was supposed to meet her at 10. Wow. I saw the messages and I just I woke up and I go shit 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 shit. Tyler was like what's wrong and I was like I was supposed to meet Brooke at breakfast like an hour ago. Amy I've never slept in I haven't slept till 11 o'clock since I was a teenager yeah. in your 20s yeah it so did you have an alarm set or you did not have an alarm set I thought I had set an alarm but I don't think I did I think I had like a reminder set mm. on my well calendar. I guess you were tired and you needed your rest Maya that's true but I still the service was there was only one person working where we were having breakfast and it was like a minute from my house so I still was able to meet her. She's like, yeah, oh. I just ordered. So, Oh, good. But it was kind of embarrassing. And then I was running around <laughs> like a crazy person. Yeah, but that I, is embarrassing. 
I've never overslept like that. I just, but yeah, I slept hardcore and I was having these dreams where I was responsible for cleaning our office and I'm not very good at cleaning. Mm. So it was just, I saw fingerprints on everybody's desks. It was a lot of that. Like that was, yeah, I didn't like it. There was a double stainless steel sink that I was really struggling with. (laughs) It was like me, some bartender's friend. Are you familiar with that? Or Bona Me? You know, the shaky powder stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the barkeepers. Yeah, that stuff. That's what it is. Barkeeper's friend. Um, uh, No, you can't have the popsicle on the white couch, Ren. <laughs> hey, Ren. Ren, let's have the popsicle in the kitchen, okay? Oh, is it cold? But don't hold it sideways. It's going to drip everywhere. There we go. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, Maya, I watched King Richard. <laughs> okay, by the way, these are so funny because you could just be like interjecting anything at any point and it, you could be making this up, but it's just so funny. It's like we're talking and then you're like, oh yeah, don't pick up the cat. Oh no, no, no. Let's not eat that popsicle on the white couch. Well, and I just looked at the time stamp here and I, yes, I'm letting her have a popsicle because uh, who cares? What Whatever happens, I mean. We're just trying to get through the podcast. <laughs> okay, you watched King Richard and? I did. And um, same with Too Much Will Smith, which we can go and we can segue into that a little bit later. But I, I guess I, I guess I thought it was very interesting how he like you made the point, like the decisions that they made him and his wife, mm-hmm. like they made some interesting decisions and I think that him having like the overall vision was interesting. And like, like to your point, like how, I mean, they could have cashed in like really much earlier than they did. And who knows if that would have changed the trajectory or their careers, but like he definitely had like a very clear vision and like making their school priority and all that. I thought that was really interesting and um yeah i didn't know any of the story i i kind of remember that they were from compton but i didn't really remember it i guess and so um seeing it play out was really interesting and of course then i always love to do like the googling when you're watching something that's real Uh and then i saw there was one where it was like a side by side of um because i remembered venus and her white like beads yeah in her hair and and so then I was like oh I remember this now and I started like looking back but um yeah I thought it was good it was um like you said a sports story like just it's those are good stories and like it's it was entertaining yes too much Will Smith um but you I know. love how Rancho Sanchez Vercario becomes a villain by spending too much time in the bathroom <laughs> yeah I was like that story was kind of crazy. Uh-huh. And then I kind of get it, but I was also like, how weird that, number one, that that's allowed is weird to me, kind of. I would love to hear her take. Now. I would love to hear her Same. take. Same. Like, maybe she has food poisoning. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, you guys, I had diarrhea. What do you want from me? Yeah, like, maybe that was it. Like. They made it look like, yeah, totally, Maya. Like it was a villainous <laughs> behavior to go to the bathroom. 
And then they were like watching the clock and it's 11 minutes and everyone's just losing it. First of all, 11 minutes is not that if you, I mean, if you have some problems with your belly, 11 minutes, I guess that's possible, right? Yeah, I think a lot a lot of people spend a lot more than 11 minutes in the bathroom. For sure they do. Yeah, I just thought yeah. I thought it was an interesting like to really vilify her for doing that. Well, and then also like it's interesting because if you think about it from my if you think about it from the gastrointestinal distress angle, it's really possible that she wasn't playing up to her best. Yes. Because she had something going on in her stomach. <laughs> And like she wasn't giving it her all because maybe she would have shat herself. <laughs> so then the idea that like that 11 minutes made her like rattled Venus to the point where then she won. Like it's so funny because that's the way the story kind of is told. But like really, if she was having like diarrhea, <laughs> it makes sense. It, it makes, makes sense that so much she sense. came back. Maya, I didn't even think of that until and then, right now. And then what is she going to do? Put out a press release that was like, hey, guys, I just want to set the record right. straight. I wasn't being strategic. I just had diarrhea. Yeah, I had literally I had cramps in my stomach. No, she's not going to put that press release out. She's not going to. Oh, my God. Of course she wouldn't. And it would be embarrassing. She's a young girl. Like, who wants to talk about that? <laughs> No, I mean, this is so funny, Maya. I never, (laughs) never, never thought of that when I was watching it. I was like, how could she? That's not fair. I was saying I was saying that's not fair. And then I was like, oh, that's oh, I see. She went to the bathroom. And then I was like, Maya, I literally was like, who knows what she was doing in there? (laughs) I mean, we'll never know. I wish that she would set the record straight now. The movie, the movie uh, magic tricked me. Oh, yeah, they really you were rooting. Of course, you know, she's the villain. They're the hero. What can you do? Yeah. Well, I have a better time with these. You know, I was every point I was. I also love the tennis. Like you said, good tennis. It was so fun to watch. Yeah. And then I loved there was like a point in that match where I was like, yes. Oh, and then I was like on the edge of my seat and I was like, wait, I know how. And I, my husband was laughing and I go, I have to keep reminding myself. I know it turns out okay. I know it turns out okay for her, for Venus. <laughs> then at one point, just to make myself feel better, I Googled Venus Williams net worth. And I was like, okay, she good. She good. <laughs> so I was like, ah. That's the great hallmark of uh, overcoming adversity through sports movie that's a true story when you're like caught up in it and you're you forget like everything's fine everything's fine yeah you have to remind yourself like okay it's good we're good we're good we're good yeah so so i really liked it it was fun and then i also watched cruella maya okay did you like that maya did you see it well i was on the fence about because i was like is this gonna be stupid so it was i'll say this it was too long okay I basically ended up fast forwarding through the end and I watched it in two setting two settings because I just it's too long. Okay. But um Maya, it was really good. It was really interesting and, and good. And when and my husband came upstairs, he's like, Oh, you're watching this? We were making you were making fun of this. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. I was because when the commercial when the trailer came out, I was like, This is what I don't need. I don't need Cruella's backstory. <laughs> you know, I don't care. But it was very interesting. Okay. So you do. It was very interesting. Cruella's origin story is isn't 
is um you know compelling maya the music was cool okay the music was cool okay the art direction was cool the wardrobe was cool um it was all very um good i thought except for like i said it was way too long and then i fast forwarded through the end because it was like why are we continuing to go through this like the beginning was so good and then Two hours over two hours is too long for a movie, especially one about Cruella Deville. Exactly. Yeah, make that a solid like hour and a half. Call it a hour day. and a half is perfect. Yeah. How many popcorn kernels? Oh, I forgot. Is our scale out of five? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will give it a three. Okay. <laughs> That's real solid. Yeah, I would have given it a four. Uh huh. Too long. I would. I gave it a four until I turned it off. It was a four up until that point. Okay. And then the rest was bringing it down to a three. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you excited about the Olympics? Mm, no, I'm sorry for the Olympics because I really think that having the Olympics the same year as the Summer Olympics, it's kind of like enough Olympics. But like. I have Olympics. They're fatigue. making the biggest deal out of the fact that there's Olympics and the Super Bowl are like, it's never happened and it never will again. I don't know, Maya. Oh, something about the Olympics and the Super Bowl together is never happened and it never will again. I don't know why, but anyway, mm-hmm. the Super Bowl is every year, so I don't understand. But <laughs> I see your face and I, I, I hear you. I raise, I see your face and I raise you. A football. <laughs> I have Olympics fatigue. I also, do I feel bad for the Olympics? No. I think it's too much Olympics in one year. Too also, much Olympics in one year. Also, the Winter Olympics is the lesser of the two Olympics. The only exciting exactly. thing is like, people only watch luge for the crashes. Luge and skeleton and whatever they call those things. Where you're okay, up. yeah. Why is there bobsled, luge, and skeleton? Too They're- many things. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> and now we're going to have to get into all this curling talk again. Maya, I can't with all the curling talk. Like, I want to do curling. Yes, I think curling is cool. I know you went curling uh-huh. and curling is a big deal in Minnesota. But like, I can only get my enthusiasm up for curling. Like, I just don't have it in me. <laughs> the curling talks already started on the local news. It's too much. It's too much. There also there's going to be a, a curling place in the North Loop. Oh, geez. Oh, I know where that is. That's right by my office. Yeah. So now you can try it. Great. <laughs> I guess I can just not do my work and go curl. My <laughs> my clients and will love that. And then just... Oh, be, Amy's gone curling. Just be prepared with like some Icy Hot or some Ben Gay the next day. I'm telling you. Ooh, no, thanks. It's real. There are muscles that it just it works. I think the bending. I don't want to do that. I don't know. It's all the bending down. Yeah. It's imagine you're doing a um, I forgot what that moves. called. It looks like cleaning is what it looks like. And I hate cleaning. It makes my back kill. I don't want to do it. Why is it that I can go my I can run. I can ride my bike like miles. I can go skiing. Yeah. Cross country skiing. I can go. I skate ski now. I can go downhill ski. I can play tennis for hours. I can do all these activities, Maya. But putting up the Christmas stuff is breaks my back. (laughs) Cleaning breaks my back. Like, it's just so weird. I like putting up the Christmas stuff. 
I'm about halfway through and you know, that's the worst part when you're halfway and it looks just, you have like half up and then there's like boxes around and stuff. That's where we're at right now in this Aww. house. I'm going to make Ren help me outside in a minute, which really means she undoes things I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids help. I might have her roll the pumpkins down the hill into the backyard. Oh, that might be fun for her. That's a good activity. Can't get that one wrong. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> when you're four, you got to make sure. Oh, you finished your popsicle. Great. Amy, can I can we do a fun activity that I've uh, can I read you some synopsises? Are they yes, synopsis? Are they synopsi? Synopsis. Synopsis of some uh, Christmas movies. Yes, please do. Because it's Christmas movie season. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh yes, 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 yes. Okay, so Netflix has a Christmas movie. Okay. Starring Brooke Shields. Okay. And Carrie Elways of Princess Bride fame and other things. But everybody just knows him from Princess Bride. Let's be honest. And it's called A Castle for Christmas. Oh, boy. Okay. To escape a scandal, a best-selling author journeys to Scotland. Oh, boy. Where she falls in love with a castle and faces off with the grumpy duke who owns it. Oh, perfect. So see what Let me guess. Go ahead. The grumpy duke. Is the grumpy duke who she ends up falling in love with? Yes. Okay. Now, see what they've done here. We do have a castle, which is it's usually an inn, a lodge. Yep. So mm -hmm. we have the building. Mm -hmm. And it's a woman who has a great, she's an independent lady with a she's from the city. great yep. career. Mm -hmm. And she has to either fix up a building. In this case, she's mm -hmm. wanting to buy a building. It mm -hmm. always involves real estate, which is she didn't inherit the building, but, you know, mm -hmm. and then usually yep. what they would do is it would be a grounds, a grumpy groundskeeper, a grumpy mm -hmm. caretaker, a grumpy handyman. Mm -hmm. See what handyman. Yep. See what they've done here. It's a grumpy duke. They've totally turned it on its head. <laughs> <laughs> OK. And by the way, in the picture, they're both wearing she's wearing like a tartan dress and uh -huh. he's wearing a kilt. It's. Uh huh. Everything you want it to be. What do you think? Maya, I turned one of these on the other day, and it was Winnie <laughs> Cooper laying on her back in a tree Christmas tree farm with some other guy. I will read you that one. Can I read you this? Oh God. Sister? Okay. I had to turn it off because I couldn't. Go oh, ahead. <laughs> but that one is. Oh shit. Hold on. I mean, I don't know what that one was about, but I think I could probably guess what it was about. But she was literally laying on her back in the. They were basically laying in the snow in the tree farm on their backs and like just falling in love, basically. Well, I do believe in that one. She is a, a tree expert. She's actually an evergreen expert. Oh, boy. OK. And she. Damn it. I had this all pulled up one second. Sorry. Hold on. That explains a lot why they were in the tree farm place. Well, she, he owns a tree farm and it's failing. And so she was going to have to help him. Okay, here yes. it's called You, Me, and the Christmas Trees. Oh, boy, yes, that was it. <laughs> Starring Winnie Cooper, a.k.a. Danica McKellar. Um, mm -hmm. Olivia is Connecticut's resident expert on evergreens. Who, do <laughs> who writes these things? Who, oh, just God. days before the holiday, agrees to help Jack. Yes. 
a fourth generation <laughs> Christmas tree farmer. Oh, boy. Amy, a mysterious illness has befallen their furs, causing them to die out, <laughs> threatening the family's 100-year-old business. As Olivia tries to get to the root of the problem and extends her stay in town, she and Jack spend more time together and feelings mm -hmm. begin to develop. Yep. Okay, so here's that a was the scene I walked in on. They were talking. They were literally laying on the ground, Maya, on their backs in the snow in the tree farm, and they were talking about trees, but it wasn't about trees, if you know what I mean. Oh, was there some like entendre going no, on? No, not that exciting. Just like, just they were talking about trees, but it was like they were falling in love. Ugh. So yeah. that one's interesting because it's a tree farm. So it is a farm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's not a grumpy caretaker, but he is probably a grumpy tree farm owner. You know, I'll say this. I do like this, that he has a problem to solve and she's solving the problem. It's a, that, again, turning it on its head. It's flipped it on its head a little bit in a way. Because she usually would inherit the tree farm. Mm -hmm. she would come and she doesn't know anything about trees. So she has to call the Jack, the cool, hot man that knows about <laughs> trees. So I like this. I'm going to say approved to that. Okay, are you ready for this one? The Santa, yes. the Santa Stakeout, Hallmark oh Channel. Tanya is a police detective <laughs> who, who is reluctantly partnered with fellow detective Ryan to solve a recent string of heists taking place during high-profile holiday parties around town. They go undercover as newlyweds, Tasha and Rupert. Oh, boy. First of all, they had to change their names. Moving into the vacant house next to Mr. Miller, the jovial chair of the community's Christmas committee, and the prime mm -hmm. suspect in the case. This one's oh very convoluted. God. As Tanya and Ryan partake in the neighborhood's holiday happenings to keep up appearances and crack the case, they get swept up in Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and before they know it, their cover story as a couple in love starts to become reality. <laughs> Okay, the fact that they got swept up in Christmas. I love it. All swept up in Christmas. I love that they also, oh going goodness. undercover, they have to move into... There's It happens to be a vacant house. Next to this prime suspect. Yeah, again, real estate is always involved in these things for some reason. It's so funny. Um, wow. Okay, this one is one of my particular... I like this one. Coyote Creek Christmas. Also Ooh, on the Hallmark Channel. Paige... They always have names that are like Paige, yeah. Harmony. They're... Yeah. Anyway, Paige offers to plan the annual holiday holiday party at her parents' hotel, her parents' hotel in the Rockies. Uh, yep, the Coyote Creek Inn, which will surely help her score a promotion at the upscale event planning company where she works. Oh boy, yep. That premise doesn't make any sense. Why would her company care about? Anyway. She decides on a Christmas around the world theme to showcase the universal magic of the season through the diverse Christmas traditions of the inn's guests. Dylan, a charismatic real estate developer. Oh, boy. And single father is visiting Coyote oh, Creek. Oh, God. A single father. Of course, there's some little boy that's like, meh. <laughs> and she's going to, like, help the boy. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Dylan, a charismatic real estate developer and single father, is visiting Coyote Creek for the holidays with his son. What Paige doesn't know <laughs> is 
is that her parents are planning to sell the inn and that the potential buyer is her new acquaintance, Dylan. Ooh. So it's what starts out as a competition ends up in love. Let me guess. Yes. Yes. And then yes. they're going to share the end together and raise D- the little boy, yes. the single, whatever. And then, of course, <laughs> I can guarantee you this kid's mom died. Yes. Of course, he's a widow. I promise. Widower. She probably died on Christmas. <laughs> I guarantee. And Christmas has never been the same for him. Yep. Because of that. But now it will be different because of this situation. Because of Coyote Creek Inn. Okay, this wow. one's a little bit weird. Gingerbread Miracle. Also on the Hallmark <laughs> Channel. Two- <laughs> Is that funny? That's the name of my next album. <laughs> Gingerbread Miracle. Two old friends from high school work together over Christmas to sell his uncle's Mexican bakery, famous for its magical gingerbread cookies that Grant wishes. Okay. Confused, but okay. <laughs> um, this one, of, of course, it's, again, real selling real estate, so it's a, a bakery. Yep. yep. Um, I don't know where the romance comes in in this one. It doesn't mention romance, so maybe they fall in love because of the magical gingerbread cookies. I don't know. I mean, some of these titles, wow. too. A Christmas Treasure. Next Stop Christmas. Honestly, when you go through like the guide, because we have like YouTube TV, when you look at the list, it's so funny. Like the names of them, because it just shows the names. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. A Nantucket Noel. Okay. You ready for this one? (laughs) Yes. Wait, can you? Okay. What's the premise? Can you guess the premise? You you tell me. A Nantucket Noel. I can say, let's see. The lady. So she lives in the big city. Okay. Of course. Okay. And she um, wants to spend Christmas in the city, uh-huh. but she has to go to Nantucket because they're going to sell the family house in Nantucket and it's the last Christmas there. She doesn't want to go there because she's just such a busy, fancy city lady. Yes. But then she goes there uh-huh. and she falls in love with the small town charm and also the storekeeper. <laughs> OK, you're pretty close. Just a few things to switch them around. During the, <laughs> okay. during the Seaside Noel celebrations, Kristen learns of a developer who's planning to tear down the wharf that is <laughs> that is the home to her toy store. Tensions rise oh. tensions rise as she falls for the developer's son, Andy. Ah. There we go. Yes. Tensions rise as she falls for him. It seems like now I'm intrigued. Why would tensions be rising? Well, because maybe the- she falls for Andy, but she doesn't know that he's the developer's son. Probably. And then they're like telling he's she's finally telling him they're having like a they're having like a heart to heart one night, like <laughs> laying in the snow and <laughs> having hot cocoa. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's my dad or something. And then she's like, what? Also, how old are these people that it's like the developer's son? I don't know. Yeah, they're in their 30s. It's like so <laughs> stupid. Weird. Anyway, that's the last one is well, the Nine Kittens of Christmas. I'll just let you figure out what that's about. <laughs> the Nine Kittens of Christmas? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. I, well, Maya, I think that you're going to have your weekend, the rest of your weekend, what's left of it. Sounds like you've got it, you know 
busy with all these movies you're going to be watching. Yeah, it's basically just me and the Hallmark Channel all day long today. Nice. Yeah. I feel like we could write one of these movies. I mean, all you need is oh, like, yeah. you need a piece of real estate. Mm-hmm. Either the woman comes from the city mm-hmm. and she's fancy and she just, she doesn't know how to do a country life. And then there's mm-hmm. a crabby insert blue collar job here guy. Mm-hmm. Or as we've learned. Or he's not crabby and he's like happy. <laughs> he's a- And she's the crabby one as she fumbles through all these country tasks, Maya. He also might be a single dad. But he's def- and he's a, and he's like hot with a tool belt or whatever. But he's definitely a widower. Like that wife died. He's rugged. That wife totally died on Christmas. <laughs> like she died on Christmas morning. <laughs> like the little boy heard like jingle bells, and then like oh his mom died in that second. <laughs> We're sick. <laughs> Well, that Christmas shoes song, Maya. Have you heard that? What are you talking about? The Christmas shoes? No. It's the saddest song in the world, Maya. There's a whole movie about the Christmas shoes. What is Christmas shoes? This little boy is going to find these special shoes. His mom is dying, Maya. Oh, my God. And he's going to buy these shoes, Maya. And he goes. Yeah, and he goes. And the lyrics... Are like these are the shoes that she's gonna meet Jesus in, Maya. Oh my God, no, no! It's, it's the worst song, the Christmas shoes. What? Whose child is choosing their death shoes? Oh, okay. Can you throw that away because it's gonna just make a mess? Go throw that away right now, Maya. The Christmas shoes. It's a it's a song. First it was a song, and now it's a movie. Oh my God! And it's a movie that you can watch on any kind of junky little channel. Oh, my God. You know who stars in it, Maya? Who? Rob Lowe, our bush pilot. <laughs> Maya, our bush pilot from last year, Rob Lowe. The did you ever watch shoes. Did you ever watch that movie with uh, the lady from Sex and the Andy City? McDowell? No. It... Oh, it was Charlotte York. Yes. No, I never did. Did you? No, I didn't. Maya, it was almost Christmas time. There I stood in another line trying to buy that last gift or two, not really in the Christmas mood. Standing right in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing round like little boys do. And in his hands, he had a pair of shoes. His clothes were worn and old. He was dirty from head to toe. Oh, my God. Call CPS. And when it came time to pay, I couldn't believe what I heard him say. Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. Oh, my God. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. Oh, my God. I know these shoes will make her smile, and I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight. Oh, my God. Tyler's shaking his head. (laughs) He's shaking his head no. He counted pennies for what seemed like years. What kind of ghoul writes this song? Son, there's enough here. He searched his pockets. Oh, this asshole cashier said, Son, there's not enough here. He searched his pockets frantically. Then he turned and looked at me and he said, Mama made Christmas good at our house, though most years she just did without. Oh, God. Somehow I've got to buy her these Christmas shoes. Okay, so the guy did. And now she gets to meet Jesus in the good shoes. Let's see. Yeah, that's the Christmas shoes, Maya. And you can watch the movie if you want. God, No, thank you. Uh, well, should I just, I have one approved denied. Should we do that and get out of here? 
Oh, yeah. Okay, that's because I was just told we could just pour this in a cup. No, no, this is that's the best part. You got to get that last part of the the. Except for Maya, she's somehow created a hole right here. (laughs) This is this is Amy's holding up an icy that has been eaten, except for a little bit bit of icy juice at the bottom, and there's a hole right above that. So there's no getting (laughs) that juice out of there. So now she wants me to pour it in a cup. Good luck with that. That's okay. Tell me approved tonight. That's denied. Go wash your hands. Go wash your hands. Oh, my God. Oh, so much fun you're having today. (laughs) Amy, do you remember G-Love and Special Sauce? Oh, my God. Yes, I think I know what you're going to say. Yes, 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 I do. Okay, well, G-Love's coming to town. G-Love, first of all, did you know G-Love put out a Christmas album last year? No, do you know he has gray hair now? Oh, I didn't know that, but I guess I My, uh, that makes sense. It's upsetting. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> okay, you tell me this because I this isn't the angle I'm going, but go ahead. Oh well, I just saw like he popped up somewhere, and I was like, oh my god! And then I just kind of got a little sad because he has gray hair, and it made me feel sad. And he- that's all. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> so he he, you know how he had. The special sauce. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's no longer the special sauce. Nope. It is G Love and the juice. The yeah. <laughs> I saw this. It's no longer a sauce, so, it's a juice just now. Imagine I was assaulted by the words G Love and the juice and the gray hair at once. My it hit, did hit different with this combination of G Love and the juice with the gray hair. Not right now. We will in a second. Maya, I'm going to say that I'm afraid that G-Love and the Juice is denied. Yes. What do you think about it? I'm going to say no. And also, you know, what's confusing is his album is also called The Juice. And I don't feel like your band can be called The Juice and the album can be called The Juice. I agree. And also, The Juice is just O.J. Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) How did that happen? He was uh, like, um, I'm almost yeah, done. No, no, no. I'm almost done. Then I can hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to be okay? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say denied to this. Um, denied, denied. I also tried listening to the Christmas album and it's not, I don't think it's for me. Maya, have you listened to CS Christmas album? I bugged you about this last year. Who's, Did you guys listen to it? Who's CS Christmas album? Sia. Oh. Sia. Oh, yeah. No, no. I've listened to Sia's Christmas oh, album. Okay. That's my favorite. So that's approved. That's approved. Is that the only approved and denied? Yeah, I was lazy this week. Ren, Ren, do you think this popsicle being busted up, is this approved or denied? Say it in the microphone. Approved or denied? Which one? Approved or denied? You get to choose. There's no wrong answers here. <clears throat> What's this approved to mean? <laughs> um, and she that will be. What does approved mean? That's going to be a sound drop from now on. Yeah. I like it. What, but I don't know which one to choose. Well, you got to just guess what you think. Approved is yes, denied is no. Which is it? Um, yes. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> and that, folks, has been toddler. Toddlers and tiaras. What did we learn this week? 
Um, well, we learned that it's Hallmark season. <laughs> it's the greatest part of the season, really. Oof. Not always going on here. Uh, well, Maya, I think I we learned hand school over here. She has an owie she's going to show you on her elbow. Oh, that looks bad. We learned cats don't really probably like hugs. No, cats don't like hugs. We also learned maybe just don't eat that popsicle on the white couch. Yeah. You said cats don't like hugs. Ren goes, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I guess we didn't learn, in other words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ren. Um, goodbye. Ren, should we do a high five and get the hell out of here? Good Harder, job. Come on. Oh, come on. Better. Oh, come on. There we go. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> All right. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. You too. See ya. Okay, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>